Junkie Live Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow with some of the icky, lousy, junkie life choices we've made. And we've all made them. Yes. We have all made them. All of us. Every single last one of us. Even babies. Babies make bad life choices. <laughs> yeah. Like when they keep their mamas up all night. That's no. a bad choice, baby. <laughs> Your mama needs some sleep. Yeah, but babies don't know any better. No, I know. But adults do. Yes, they do. And adults sure do some things that aren't very wise. Oh, they do some really dumb stuff. Don't you think so? Yeah. I do sometimes. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's some dumb stuff that you do, Jamie? Well, I've done the um, what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. I have, I have drank and drove. <laughs> drank, drove, drank, drank, drove. All of a sudden, I know where the hell that came from. I know. <laughs> you got yourself an accent there, Jamie. Yeah, I have drank and drove I before. Drank and drove. You know, I was out in the country, and there was no other way for me to get home. And no, so... no, I wouldn't say use an accent because I don't want people to think you're making fun of them. I'm not making fun of anybody. Okay, then I'm just making sure. Oh yeah, no. All right. Why do why do you, you think people think that I think that only country folk drink, drink and, and drive? drive? Maybe. I doubt that anybody listening to this would think that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I think because they I know think better. a lot of people drink and drive. No, a lot of people. Do I mean, drink do you know how hard, it really is? The odds of you getting a DUI are really kind of slim. Are they? Um, if you think about how many times you have. Drunk and drove. <laughs> See, it's hard to say. It is hard. <laughs> Which is why it came out with in an then accent. You think about how many times, and it's true. Like, how many times have you known you probably should not have been drink, driving? So many times. You know what I mean? So many times. And you think about how many people probably are the same way. Like, they probably have, like, one too many, and they're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't drive, but they drive. Because right. they feel okay. Exactly. But yet, you know, legally, they, legally, they probably... Would not be okay. Exactly. You know oh, what I mean? I, and I know that legally, I probably would not be, like, I would be over the limit. Right. But I'm not, like, uh, right. you know, falling down drunk. Those are the ones that I'm like, those are the ones that I'm like, no, they really need to, that's a horrible decision that you well, would be so drunk. Yeah. And you would get behind the wheel of a car. I mean... Yeah. Now, you know, Jamie, I used to be a counselor for... Uh, an outpatient counselor uh, for DUI offenders. Oh, really? Yeah. A long time ago, when I was in my 20s, um, That's one of the first degrees that I had was in an associate's... And I had a, a, a associate's in applied science, and I was a certified addictions counselor. Oh, I have an associate's in applied science. Yes. Funeral service. See? And I ended up working on, I was working at a halfway house and I was working in their outpatient facility where the majority of my, my clients were DUI offenders, mm-hmm. right? And I did mostly um, counseling groups for like first time offenders who only right. had to go through like maybe 10 or 20 hours of count, like counseling. And then I had like the, the two timer, the two time mm. DUIers, right? Mm. Um and, and occasionally I would fill in for, like, the intense outpatient with, with people who had more of a problem and three or more DUIs, mm-hmm. okay? Yes. But, you know, when you start talking, and it was just kind of funny because, and, and it would always kill me because 
sometimes clients would be in the in the group and for the first and and I would always tell them because we have 20 hours of group and the, we met 2 hours at a time mm-hmm. and I'd have people in group and you know I allowed them two group sessions to complain about the cop cuz you know it's never anybody's fault like well that cop had no right to pull me over right <clears throat> it was usually something like that and I was like okay were were you intoxicated <laughs> and I would always ask that question right. were you intoxicated well yeah but they had no right you were drunk. Like, just first of all, own it. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been pulled, and I used to always tell them, guys, I've been pulled over for reasons that I was like, why are you pulling me over? Maybe a taillight was out. Mm-hmm. Maybe a whatever, you know. Uh, maybe I was going a few miles over the speed limit. Right. Guess what? I didn't get a DUI. <laughs> right. I wasn't drinking and yeah. driving, you know. Yeah. And it's amazing to me because with Uber and a Lyft, Right? Yeah. I mean, with how easy it is, we can on our phone just get... It's like, what would you rather spend? $50 to get your butt home from a bar, or would you rather spend $5,000 on a DUI? I think it's even more than that I don't even... I I mean, yeah. Probably. Or do you want to get your license revoked? I was lucky. When I did it, it it only cost me $500. Yeah. Oh, you had a DUI? Oh, yeah. I had a DUI. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I did not know that, Jamie. I had a DUI when I was 24. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's been a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, and I think it was like in the 90s when the laws really started to kind of uh, really go in. It you was know. 91. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you got your DUI? Yeah. No, but I'm saying later in the 90s, like closer to 2000, the oh, laws yeah. changed oh, yeah. with DUIs where they became more stringent, you know, yes. more strict. They were very and strict. More, um, what am I trying to say? No, I know what you mean. I think- Powerful, more, like. You got more punished, more punishable. You got more punished. You got more punished. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't it was just the late a slap 90s. on the hand anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, I even actually I I got a DUI, but it was reduced to reckless driving, so I didn't even have a DUI on yeah. my on my record. Okay, and that was and that was the five hundred dollars I spent on an attorney. On the attorney. Yeah, so yeah. he got it reduced to reckless driving. Oh, okay. But yeah, but yeah, I spent a night in jail. Wow. Yeah. Look at this. I'm learning about you. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't know this. No, I've never gotten a DUI. No. I'll tell you that much. Um, But that's because I have worked with people who've gotten them, and I'm like, no way. I will do anything besides drive where I know I can't drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, not Not to say that I never have done that. I mean, there have been times where I'm like, I am an idiot. You know, oh. there were a couple times, oh my God, like many years ago, I would Man. come home. I remember one night specifically driving, and I, this was like maybe 10, 12 years ago, right? Well, no, it was before I had kids, so maybe 14, 15 years ago. Um, I had gone out with a friend. We went to this Mexican restaurant, and we were drinking Uncle margaritas. Julio's? No. Oh. We were drinking these margaritas. We were drinking between the two of us. Chi-Chi's? No. Oh. Some place like on Foster and Damon, it's closed now. Oh. El Tipico, I think it was called. El Tipico. It was so good. But we were drinking mar- uh, pitchers of margaritas, margaritas between the two of us. I think the two of us went through four pitchers. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this is back in the day when I could, like, handle it. Now I can, like, if I have two drinks, I'm like, <laughs> dancing on tables. I'm like, I can't even see my face. I'm just kidding. I can't feel it. I'm like, I can't feel my face. I can't um, feel my face when I'm Because <laughs> I had two drinks. And people kind of laugh at me. But um, I, I remember sitting, and we were having these margaritas, and I, I 
I felt fine sitting here drinking these margaritas. And then I remember getting up to go to the bathroom and I almost walked into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't even. And then we started drinking water. I stayed there for an hour. But you know, an hour is not enough time to metabolize four pitchers. Mm-hmm. Like a half, maybe two. Let's just say two pitchers each we had. It's not enough time to metabolize Why two did pitchers. you actually have three and she had one? <laughs> no. Oh. Then and why wouldn't I say that you you each had two? You said you had four pictures. There were two of you. So we each had two pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I drove home that night mm. like an idiot. I almost walked into a damn wall. Like I couldn't even walk and I'm mm. driving home. And I remember getting home and then the next morning I woke up and I was like, what in the hell was I thinking? <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't even walk. Like I didn't even remember coming home. Oh, I've been there. And I was like, I don't... I don't know how I got home without, you know, killing somebody or myself. I should never have gotten behind the wheel of a car. No. Yeah, I've I've been there. I've done it. Yeah, and now it's like it's just it's anymore. It's just too easy. If you know you are going to drink, it's too easy. Get an Uber. Get an Uber. Or a you Lyft. know, if you're gonna be drinking, actually do Lyft. Yeah, get a Lyft. Um, call Jamie Black actually. That was good. Make sure Jamie comes big you up. Um, but yeah, it's it's that simple. It's that simple. Or go somewhere where you can walk to and from the place. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or take the train or a bus or something. I mean Exactly anything but driving. But driving. Exactly. Yeah. But not only that, but you know, and here's the thing. When I start when I was working with my one timers who had DUIs. The people who had one DUI. You know, there's a point where you're like, okay, one DUI, I get it. Maybe you were at a wedding, you had too much to drink, you got caught. Maybe you were at a bar and there, there were cops around there and, you know, you got caught the one time. One time, I'm not going to sit here and say you got a problem. But for these people who are, are getting DUI after DUI or DUI, now I got a question whether you have a problem drinking. Mm-hmm. Because if you didn't sounds learn like from it. the first, it sounds like it, right? Because if you, if you haven't learned from that one DUI and you're still continuously drinking, then you have, then you a, have problem a problem with because, drinking. Yeah, because you will learn from... Because you because now, you know, when I used to go out, I used to go out and get drunk. Now if I know that I have to go home, then I will space out my drinks, mm-hmm. make sure I have something to eat mm-hmm. so that I'm not drunk. Right. And that I will be okay to drive, even though I... I've had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. If I space those out enough, then I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I learned my lesson. That's what I'm it, saying. You know, yeah. And, you know, it's it's really hard. And I don't think people who, and I'm not trying to judge, but like, and I, it's a disease, believe me. I, I understand alcoholism as a disease. But there comes a point, like, it is very hard for the people around. Like, I was dating someone at one point who absolutely was an alcoholic he was probably drinking close to a fifth of vodka between the hours of six and ten every night oh my god yes and i and i just remember like you know he was fun to a point and then once he got past that point it's like you're not fun anymore right now i'm babysitting you right now i gotta make sure you're okay now you're starting to annoy people because you're acting like a drunk idiot you know i remember we went out for his birthday and we were at the casino in new buffalo michigan and my brother's band was playing and the whole point we went to this casino was to see my brother's band play at 10 o'clock right right 
and he gets stuck at a roulette table. He's drinking like doubles of rum and coke. Mm-mm. Every 10 minutes was getting a double. I'm not kidding. I got so tired of waiting at that table for him. I went, watched my brother's band by myself, found mm-hmm. a group of people, was dancing with them. Yeah. Went back after my brother's band played. He's still, still sitting there. at the table. And this, and I remember the dealer at the table was looking at me like, he's a f- idiot. <laughs> Get him off my table. Like, right. you could tell in his face, like, I'm sorry, lady. How the hell do you deal with this? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's, it's hard. It's hard to deal with that. And so it's like, you know, p- people lose so much respect for you. I lost so much respect. I couldn't even look at him seriously. He just made me sick after a while. Yeah. Even though I know it's a sickness that he needs to help himself with. Mm-hmm. But that's how people feel when you, you know, so it's like. Well, it sounds just like my best friend. I mean, because, yes, he's fun, so much fun until he gets to a certain point And yeah. then he's no longer fun. He gets angry. He gets belligerent he'll throw things and break things and it's just like nobody wants to put up with and of course that brings the whole party down yeah and then and so eventually it got to a point where like like he and his then husband used to throw some of the best parties yeah and it got to a point where people stopped coming well because it was not fun anymore yeah it wasn't fun no it's funny because um this isn't funny, but I was talking, I was, you know, twice a month I bartend because I enjoy it. Huh. You know, I still talk to people. And um, the last time I worked, I was working with a, another bartender of my friend and she was talking about this couple that always comes in to the bar and they, they are alcoholics, you know, mm. but they always try and keep it together when they're at the bar, right? Well, that's good. Well, one day though, they came in and, and he was just annihilated like worse off than he ever has been and she's like i didn't want to serve him he was like you know doing one of those like you know when people are real drunk and they're about to vomit yes okay Mm. and like was drinking out like spit up in his water glass like she ended up throwing away the glass because she's like this is disgusting like get off of my bar yeah you know what i mean like god dang it how do you let yourself do that and so you know these are just bad life choices and they're at that point, it's an addiction. So you need some help. Yeah. You you need help. You need to go to counseling. You need to... And definitely get, don't drive a car. And don't drive a car. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. and they left. This guy who spits up in his drink, they left. Did they drive? Uh, she was driving, obviously. But, I mean, oh. she's she drinks, too. But she was drinking, too. I mean, yeah. she drinks a lot, too. So mm. she, you know, it's like, oh, my God. And then you wonder about the people, the children, the whoever that's in the car... I mean, when you think about how many people have been killed, you know, my house, when I, have I ever told you this story? What? My house was hit by a drunk driver. Did I tell you this? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh my God. What? When I was a child, I, I was probably 10, maybe mm. nine, and um, a drunk driver fell asleep in his truck, went up my neighbor's lawn and hit our house. Okay, oh my God. so my brothers Paul and Pat, they were they slept in the basement, mm-hmm. and the window was like right there, and there was like a ledge, and their beds were right under that window, oh my and God. this truck went wham right into it, and if it wasn't for that ledge, they'd be dead. Wow, because that ledge kind of stopped it, mm-hmm. so he could pull out. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was drunk, hit our house. I'm thinking, like, I mean, it was ridiculous. It was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. You, all you heard was a boom. Like, the whole house 
I'm sure it's shook. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, you know, we're, like, running around. I'm in my nightgown, all this stuff. My brother John is running around in his underwear, screaming, oh, my God, what just happened? (laughs) Like, he's freaking out. Yeah. I hear this guy, Conrad, who's living with us at the time. We always had kind of migrant, like, people living in my house all the time. And this guy, Conrad, all you could hear him saying was, oh, my God, I think I'm dead. Please don't let me be dead. Like, a clock had fallen and hit him in his head. (laughs) Then you've got my brother, Paul, who's, or no, my brother, Pat, excuse me, who's, like, talking to my brother, Paul, like, please, Paul, just tell me you're alive. Because my brother, Paul, and and this is like an an angel must have been helping my brothers, Paul and Pat, because Mm. they literally heard it coming and just got under their blankets. Mm. And my brother, Paul, was covered. In glass. Oh my god! And the only cut he had was like on his arm. It was wow. amazing that he—that's all he had. Yeah. But like everyone was freaking out. Everyone's running around naked, and all the neighbors are just staring in our house. This guy drove away. It was what? a hit and run. He hit our house, pulled out, and drove away. Drove away, and then like two blocks later, hit, hit. another freaking apartment building, which no. he got caught. And the only way they knew that he hit our house, parts, pieces of our brick were in his bed. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No. Now, see, now, once you've hit a house, (laughs) would you just stop? We'd be like, okay, obviously, I have gone way too far because I have just hit somebody's house. Yeah, almost killed two teenagers. Just give up at that point. Stop. And just stop. So this guy ends up getting arrested, right? Whatever. Well, like maybe a year later, we were at a show. We were at like a fest, okay? Mm -hmm. And my brothers were in a band, and they were playing at this fest. And um, this guy who hit our house was at this fest. Really? Just like a year later. Yeah. And he like comes up to my dad drunk. He's drunk. And he comes up to my dad in tears. And he's like, I'm so sorry. My dad's like, well, obviously you didn't learn your lesson. (laughs) Right? I mean, my dad was like ready to kill him. He's like, you almost killed my children. And you're going to come up to me and apologize while you're drunk? Like my dad, and you know, my dad was a teddy bear. But man, when he was angry, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. There wouldn't have been anything. And especially (laughs) drunk. Yeah. He's like, don't come up to me drunk when you hit my house and almost killed my children. Right. And now you're drunk? Get the hell out of my face. I think my dad said something like, get the hell out of my face, you piece of shit. Like, my dad was just like, get out of my face, you piece of shit. Like, do not come to me drunk and say you're sorry. You hit my house when you were drunk. So crazy. But that's a man who's got a problem. Oh, yeah, he's definitely got a problem. He needs to get some help. Yeah. But, I mean, no one's going to get help unless they feel like they need it. I mean, that's number one. You've got to at least, you got to accept you got a problem. If you don't accept you have a problem, then nobody will ever get help. Exactly. Rehab isn't for those who need it. It's for those who want it. Who want it. Because if, if people, like, commit you, the, the people who are there for, you know, the courts telling them, they're just going to do their hours. Exactly. You know, they don't think they got a problem. I mean, half of my counseling groups spent the whole time ticked off at the system this is a bad system this you know and it's like because it's always somebody else's fault were you drunk (laughs) that's all there is because that's the only reason why you're there were you drunk it's because you were drunk you know you were driving well i didn't blow well why didn't you blow you know because that's another thing people will sit here and be like don't blow don't breath this is another this is advice that people try to give don't breathalyze right no yeah, do you it. Must, you must, because that's to. an automatic... Because if it, you don't, they're going to automatically assume that you are... And people yeah. are like, well, I was told if I, if I don't blow, I won't get... 
Really? Please, Who dear. Who told you that? Please, dear. <laughs> if you don't blow, that's just basically you admitting that you're drunk. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just amazing. Or people will be like, well, can I wait to take the test? Okay, you know, the cops already kind of wait to give you that sobriety test because they're in case you had that last shot before you left that one for the ditch, right? right? They're waiting for that alcohol to absorb into your body mm-hmm. so that you can be a little bit more drunk. <laughs> so... I, it's just like, right. oh, my God, you know, and they don't even need to do that sobriety test. I mean, really, they can tell by your eyeballs, it's by true. what your eyeballs are doing. Now, the only time that I think it's because now we have gotten to a point where uh, there are self-driving cars. Yeah. I guess you could probably drive home in a self-driving car. I don't know. <laughs> But I, wonder, I don't know. In those self-driving cars, you probably still have to be pretty lucid to I make mean, sure just... that the car is going where yes. it's supposed to go. Yes, but have you seen the video of the person on the highway that is sleeping while their Tesla is driving? No. Oh my God! There's somebody. There's a car next to them, videotaping them going along. They're laying in the in the driver's seat, head back, snoring. So what, the As car the te- can sensor if cars are around them and yeah, slows the down? Yeah, the Tesla actually <clears throat> drives itself. Oh, my God. Yeah, that car actually drives itself. Um, my car is really close to driving. Did, did I tell you my car almost steered me into an orange pylon? No. Yeah, because I, I have the uh, lane assist, and, or no, um, what's it called? Lane warning and steering assist or something like that. So if it, So if I veer out of a out of the lane it first of all it'll beep and then it'll steer me back into the it'll steer me you know back into the lane mm-hmm. so i was so there's orange pylons up so i'm trying i'm steering out of the lane because there's orange pylons and the thing is like oh no no get back into the lane i'm like no no because there's orange pylons there no. Yeah, my car tried to kill me. No, see, that's not good, and that's exactly. And what, that's what's going to happen. Robots are hey, going to kill us all. You know what? Tell, talking about what were we? Was it last time we were talking about things that make us lazy? Are you kidding? We can't even drive now ourselves. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, we're going to have. Well, to I mean, you know, there's the, car? the cars with the parallel parking assist. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I get it. Parallel parking is a little difficult. Parallel parking is hard. Well, but, now I got it. I can parallel oh, park no, in like parallel. seconds oh, now. Me but too. I, mean, I can parallel park. With literally an inch on either side. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. I've I'm gotten good, good. Yeah, I've gotten yeah. good too. But there's a lot of people a that cannot. Have parking. you ever seen people who park who obviously aren't from the city or aren't yes. used to it, and they're like all over all the, the damn place, and they're coming back out, and, and they're they coming go into back sharp, in, and they're and they get... It's like, oh my god, just it's hilarious. Just come on, it's bumper funny. to bumper person. Come on, just bumper that to bumper. That was my. In. I tell you, I did a I did an audition one time, and I was supposed to come up with a superhero. So they were like, "Come up with a superhero that you wouldn't be an ordinary superhero." And mine was was a parallel Parker. I forget what the Captain what the Parallel Park. And I would help people. <laughs> I would sense that somebody is <laughs> is having trouble parallel parking, and I would wish my way over there and help them parallel park. And that is how I got cast. At, with at Noble Fool Theater with Keegan Michael Key, nice, um, and doing the kids show, awesome, was with the Master Parallel Parker. Master Parallel Parker, that yep. that's awesome because a lot of people cannot parallel park. Yeah, if you don't know how to parallel park, don't. You know what I mean? 
That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, that's a little hard to not parallel park. Right. But, I mean, you know, learn. Practice. Yes, practice. practice somewhere first, and then... Practice makes perfect. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. But that practice does not make perfect with drunk driving. Right, because there's always people that say, oh, I drive better when I'm drunk. When I'm drunk. I hate that. Really? It's like, really? Okay. You You really don't. You're an idiot. You know what I mean? Because you can't even create a sentence. So I'm pretty (laughs) sure you can't drive. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I'm sure you don't drive better when you're drunk. I'm sure you think you do. I've heard people say I'm sure we think we do. And, you know, have you ever seen the assimilated ones where they give people drinks just yes. to kind of test it and, and then, people are like well i don't feel it and but yet they're still swerving right within that lane yeah and and i'll tell you it's not just the drinking and driving either i mean people do this with texting eating putting on makeup reading putting on distracted makeup. driving completely it's like pay attention number one when you're on the road, you are not. It's like people think that they're in this little bubble that's protected, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just by myself. I'm just going to stop on the road. I'm just doing whatever. And they're swerving all the heck around. Yeah. When you're on the road, you are in a vehicle that is lethal. It's a deadly it's weapon. It's a deadly weapon. How many people die in accidents per day? Too many. Too many, okay? It is a lethal weapon. Pay Handle attention. it so. Yeah. You're on the road. That is the driving is the most important thing you are doing when you're behind the wheel. Yes. Not texting, not talking on the phone, not putting on makeup, not doing anything not else. Not reading a piece of paper, not trying to other sh- than driving. Drive. You have to have all of your attention has to be on driving. Absolutely. You have to pay attention to what you're doing. You have to pay attention to what everybody else around you is doing. Yeah. And that's because probably one, why I have not had very many accidents. Yeah. One split second and you're dead. Yep. That's the truth. Or somebody else. Or somebody else. One second. That's all it takes. One second. That took my my nephew's life. One wrong turn or one missed turn. They tried to get it. Boom. Right. He's dead. There, You have got to pay attention in that car. Don't be drunk. I mean, number one, don't be drunk. And I'll say don't something. Don't be drunk. If you got a problem drinking... You need to go get some help. Get yourself to an AA meeting. Get yourself in some help. And we had an episode earlier. Oh, she was drinking alcohol. Rubbing rubbing alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. I wonder what happened to her. Yeah, I gotta ask. She. Yeah, you should find out what happened to her. Yeah, I'll have to send a follow up. We can tell them what what happened. She maybe got some help. Exactly. Um. But yeah, it. One split second. You know, if you have an alcohol problem, then you need to get some help. If you have an alcohol problem and you don't want to get help, and that's your choice. That's fine. Don't, Don't drink get in drive. a car. Yeah. There's so many other options that, you know, you can go with. $50 Uber or Lyft. It probably $10, wouldn't even be that DUI. much. It probably wouldn't even be that much. But. And that goes on your record forever. Forever. Yeah. And so we don't, you know, come on now. It's it's a very simple choice. It's a very simple choice. And one that could save your life or somebody and, and else's somebody life. And somebody else's life. The life of a family. The life of a child. And I mean, can you imagine? I do one ha- of the things that I could never live with in my life is if I went out and had to have fun, drank, got in an accident and killed somebody. I mean, we used to, you know, do those. You, you'd hear at risk reduction classes, we'd have those DUI panels and someone who had killed somebody would right. be up talking. And to live with that. You should hear their pain. Oh, I'm sure. It's not something I'd want to live with for the rest of my life. Me neither. So, you know, definitely get some help. And then if you're distracted, stop. Pay attention on the road. Yes. The car is not some safe little bubble that nobody else is 
but you live in. You right. know, get out of your own, like, thinking that this is your world. The text can wait. <clears throat> the phone call can wait. Or get one of those hands-free things. I still see so many people holding, holding the phone on. I know. and talking. No. And I just, I'm just like, I know. come on. I know. Ugh, Not only that, irritating. but, like, um, and what was I going to say? Um, another thing that drives me nuts in the car, too. If you don't know where you're going, don't just stop in the middle of the road. <laughs> right? Pull over. <laughs> Pull over, for God's sake. You are stopping. It's like people just drive slowly, then they're like, eh, and it's like you are on the road with other people. This is not your own <laughs> yes, world. Right. Get your butt oh my on the God. side of the road. Or it drives me nuts. Put some, get your damn phone and put the damn maps on or something like that yes. so that you can sit here and listen. In one quarter mile, take a left. At least then you'll know. But stop sitting here like, is this it? Is, is this, this it? it? Is, is this it? it? And then they stop. And it's like you are in, you're stopping up traffic because you're you're being inconsiderate. It's just a bad yeah. life choice. It's horrible. Stop thinking that this stop whole world is yours. Stop all yes. Anyway, that's, yeah. that's all I got to say uh, about me that. Me too. I, I could go on for like hours about driving. <laughs> Oh my God, so could oh I. God. So many things about driving. Put on so your many turn signal. Oh, Use your turn, turn signal. Very simple. How hard is it to put on a turn signal? Yeah, and then don't look at me when I have an attitude because I didn't let you turn because I didn't know if you were going right or left. If you were going right, I would have stopped and let you in, but you don't have a turn signal on. You're just sitting there. Or like or like at a stop sign, you know, when because somebody mm-hmm. that is facing me and they're turning and they're going to be turning left. But I don't know this because I don't have a turn signal on. So I, so we pull up to the stop sign at this, at, you know, uh, at the same time or around the same time, and I go, and then they get an attitude because they were turning. It's like, well, you didn't have a turn signal on. Exactly. So how did I know what you were doing? Yeah. I thought you were going straight. Right. And we're, we're not just, mind readers. This is why yeah. we have these indicators on our cars so that people, you can let them know what you're doing. Oh, here's oh, another one. Oh, oh, oh here's another wait, wait. one, Jamie. Okay. okay, you go ahead. Okay, people who like stop. On the road and don't put on their hazard lights yes. to let people know that they're stopped. That they're stopped. Exactly. How hard is that? Exactly. Oh my god. All right. Another thing. Yes. Okay. Um, people who tailgate. Oh. During busy time. Where do you want someone to go? Let me explain something to you, people. You can sit here and ride someone's ass as much as you want. It's not going to make them go faster, especially when they have nowhere to go. Right. So slow your ass down. Get a couple, like get a car length behind. At if least someone, a car length. Because if someone has to make a fast stop, now we're screwed because you're being a jerk. Stop being a jerk. Another thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. We may have to do an episode about driving. We may have to because there's so many things. There's so with many things. People who wait until the very last second to get in. Oh, yes. And then people who won't let it go one in, one. You know when you're in a traffic jam and people right. are merging? That, one car, one car. One car in, one car, one car. If they would just do that. <laughs> it would flow. It would, the traffic would flow. Tra- okay, why? no, we have to we save gotta this. Stop it. We have All to right. save it for an episode. Yeah, we keep going for, on. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. I'm sorry. That's going to be another episode of part two. Oh, no, two. no. We're going to do that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, another yeah. part two of it. Sh- mm-hmm. All yeah. right. This has been the Icky Lassie <laughs> Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life. Have a great life.